Baruch Hashem, Mishnah Torah, Hilchasaita, Perik Beis, second Perik of Hilchasaita. In this Perik, the Rambam will talk about. We'll actually give this Rambam this Perik a name. This is the opt-out Perik. We learned yesterday that if if a woman is warned by her husband and later on goes into seclusion. She is called a, a saita, and she needs to drink the waters. In order, if the, she went into seclusion with witnesses, she would have to drink the water in order to clarify, to, to clean her name. And only after that, she would be able to remain with her husband. Um, to, to, so the option is to drink. So the saita of how to drink, the Ramah will say in Perak Gimel. In Perak Bays, it's the opt-out Perak. Whether voluntarily on the woman's part, or voluntarily on the husband's part, or forced by the Torah, she cannot drink the water, so she cannot clear her name. So then what happens? So there's actually two parts to this Peirik. The first part is what happens to her. In other words, she can't drink, so she can't clear her name. So does she, have to, does she receive the Ksuva or not when she gets divorced now? And the second part of the Pedic is actually, since she didn't clear her name, if her husband divorces her or dies, can she marry the alleged person that she was alleged to, that, that she was actually in hiding with? Can she marry that person? Aloha Aleph. a woman. That her husband warned her not to be in seclusion with a man. And she was in seclusion, and there were witnesses to all this. We don't force her to drink. If she wanted, and she said, "Hey, Nitmesi, it's true, I'm guilty. I have committed adultery." She would be divorced from her husband with a get, and she would not receive the ksuva since her evil actions caused her demise, and she becomes forbidden to be with this husband forever, and she does not need to drink the water. So too, on the other hand, if she said, I am not guilty, I am not Tomei. However, I don't want to drink. She was afraid to drink. We don't coerce her to drink. She has the option not to drink. In such a case, she would get divorced. But since she, was, she has an ability to clear her name and she doesn't want to, so now she, it's her actions which are preventing her from coming clean. So therefore she does not receive the ksuva. Because she has an option to drink. And if she drinks and then she would get divorced, then she'd be able to get the ksuva. But now she doesn't want to drink. So she doesn't, she's forfeiting the ksuva by not drinking. Because the husband says, prove to me you didn't do it. And then I'll, then I'll pay the ksuva. Maybe you don't deserve the ksuva. So too of the not drinking was not her part. It was the husband who decided he doesn't want to give her to drink. Or her husband lived with her in the, in, 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 after, he, after she was ready in hiding. In, in a forbidden way. She was not allowed. After she, once she was in hiding, the witnesses, the husband's not allowed to live with his wife. And he lived with her after that. So then the water won't check her. So she doesn't drink. She doesn't drink or she can't drink anymore. 
But it tells Ksubasa, but since it wasn't her actions which prevented her drinking, it was the husband's actions he didn't want, or he came upon her after that, and therefore it's not going to check her. So therefore, she does get her Ksuba, but and she gets divorced, and she's forbidden to be with this man forever. Halacha Beis, that's Halacha Aleph, was the voluntary uh, sort of volunteer actions that she didn't drink because she didn't want, he didn't want, etc. Halacha Beis is those women which the women with the Torah says can drink. These following women are not fit to drink. Even though they want to drink, and the husband wants them to drink, they cannot drink anyway. They get divorced without a ksuba. Once witnesses come that she was in seclusion after the witnesses were there when he, her husband warned her, but he also and they, they will be forbidden to be with their husbands. We oilam forever. There are 15 women. These are they, Arusa, a betrothed woman. And a woman that husband died and is waiting to be to get the yibam from the brother of the of the husband. Uktano a woman that's not yet mature, she's not yet a gdoila. She's still a minor. But her husband is a adult. the opposite. The woman was a gdoila. But her husband was a minor. The wife of an androgynous. The wife of a blind man. The wife of a limping man or a man that's mute. Or a man that doesn't hear or he has his hand cut off. So to a woman who herself limps or cannot speak, or is blind, or her hand is cut off, or doesn't hear. All these women cannot drink. Now the Ramam will say how we know that. How do we know that they're not fit to drink? It says in the Apostlecat, it says, which means, Prat means it has to be under her husband. Prat, this will exclude a betrothed woman that did not yet go through the Nisuin process or Shemeres Yovim that's waiting for Yibum. They are not Tachas Isha. They're not living with the husbands yet. And therefore, they therefore they cannot they cannot uh, get the warned. They cannot drink, even if they were warned. They cannot drink. Isha, it says Isha Pratik Tana, which will exclude a Ktana, a girl that's not yet Bas Mitzvah. She's not called Isha yet. Tachas Isha under her husband Pratlejes Cotton. It's excluded wife of a child, but she's not. They're not yet. Uh, Technically, I'll be they're not yet married. They cannot erase Hashem's name. And the Ketana, we said before, the Ketana is not even Bas Oinchen yet. She can't even drink the water because she, she, she's not the Bas Oinchen. She can't get punished. She's not yet Gedoyla. And uh, uh, the husband is a cotton. The Kedushin is not a complete Kedushin. He can't erase Hashem's name for that. For Aisha, Sandregan is the wife of an Andregan. She's not definitely a man. She's been concealed from her husband's eyes. This will exclude the wife of a blind person. That he's always, she's always concealed from him. The coin will stand up the woman. It's excludes a lady that limbs. He'll place it on her palms. This excludes a woman who doesn't have palms. Her palms were bent or dried up. That she paralyzed herself, sort she but she cannot take with her hands. I feel keep a kapa achas, even one hand. She never kapel, because it says in the post, kapel, 
her hands. <coughs> if a woman does not have even one hand, it's uh, she not she can't have she can't drink. that the carbon the mincha that the soda brings has to be placed on her hands, and she doesn't have both hands. the woman will state pratli lemes that will exclude the woman that cannot talk. She's mute. The will say to the coin will say to the woman. This exclusive woman that cannot hear. And that's all talking about if the husband was in such a state. What about all these cases where a wife was in such a state that she can't hear, she can't, um, that she can't, uh, that the husband can't speak, that the husband can't hear. So it says, So they have to be equally healthy. Complete. From here we learn, anything that will hold her back from drinking. So if her husband has that issue, that will make her husband not able to give her to drink. Anything that will hold back the husband from giving her to drink, a similar mum, will hold her back from being able to drink. A young girl that her father married her off. So she's married, she cannot be mema'in, she can't walk away with mi'un. Imzin sabir such a girl, willingly lived with another man. She committed adultery, so nesu al-bayla, she becomes forbidden with her husband. This is actually a, a, a issue, because the Ravid disagrees, and he holds that a child does not have the das, does not have the mindset to make herself forbidden to her husband. She does not have that mental uh, ability to, to know the repercussions of what she's doing and to fully re- comprehend what she's doing. And therefore, the, the Ibid holds that a girl that's under 12, that was, that was Mizana, that she committed adultery, she is just like an oinus. And if her husband was a Yisrael, they're allowed to remain married. The Ramam disagrees. The Ramam holds, and that's al the Ramam has a, a backup from the Gemara Bavli. Even though from Gemara Shalmi, it seems like the Ravid would be right. Therefore, since she is forbidden to her husband, the husband can give her kinoi, the husband can warn her. Ah, we just learned before she's one of the 15 women that doesn't drink. So why is he warning her? He says, He wouldn't be able to give her to drink. That's not the purpose of his warning. What's his purpose of his warning? If she did get in such a state, she wouldn't drink, he would divorce her, and then she wouldn't get the ksuba. Like we just explained above. But a girl. That she is a kitana, she is not yet bas mitzvah. And she was not married off by her father, so her kiddushin is not kiddushay Torah. And she is able to walk away from the marriage with the process of miyun, like we learned. By just walking away and just not not wanting to be with her husband anymore, she can just walk away from the whole thing. So such a girl, the husband cannot even warn her. She doesn't have the will to make become forbidden to her husband. Even if she committed adultery and her husband was a koyin, she would not be forbidden to live with him because it's, it's like she's like a girl that's not yet married. What happens if somebody warned his betrothed? We said before that one of the 15 women that don't drink is an Arusa. Another one is a Kukaliyavam. Someone who's waiting for the Yibam. 
What happened was that the warning happened while they were in a state of betrothal or in a state of waiting for Yibum. However, when was the Nistara, when was the seclusion? That happened after Shinasaf, they already married her. So in such a case, even though originally when he warned her, she technically was not able to drink at that point, but now when she actually was followed through at the second stage, so then she was married. So then she can drink like all other women. And simple understanding because she's now under her husband like any other woman. And we'll see soon, at the end of this halacha, that Ram says that a a woman that committed adultery, if her husband never had relations with her prior to the adulterer, then this would then they, they wouldn't give her to drink. But over here, since he married her already, even though the warning was before, since the adulterous situation took place after he was already married, the husband was already with her, so therefore she does drink like any other woman. On the contrary, if a woman got married and she had an isuin, she had a chupa, her husband married her. But that very moment, that very day, before the husband had a chance to be with her, she, he, he warned her and she, he went into seclusion with somebody. Before the husband ever lived with her. Before he was intimate with her. So such a girl ain't a choice that she would not drink. She would go get divorced and she would not receive the ksuva and she would be forbidden forever. Another man will place into you sort of his his his, his he will he will be intimate with you other than your husband, which from this pasuk it implies other than your husband, in other words, your husband before the uh, the intimacy of the husband preceded the intimacy of this adulterer. a woman that became a Jew, Jewess. is a woman that became freed from being a shivcha knanis. Aishas Hager and the wife of a convert, Aishas Evan Meshuchar, the wife of a slave that was freed, Umam Zeres, Aishas Mamzer, or Umam Zeres, Aishas Mamzer, a Mamzeres that's married to a, to a, that's married to a Yid, Aishas Mamzer that's married to someone who she's allowed to marry, or he's allowed to marry, is she was a Giyoidis or whatever, because a Mamzer cannot marry everyone. In other words, the bottom line is there's no forbidden marriage going on over here. Everything is kosher. The wife of a person that was born impotent. He was a sishama. Or he was a sishadam. He was castrated by, by, a, by, a, by, a, by a human a- actions. Which they're living with these wives that they're allowed to live with. The wives are living with husbands they're allowed to. They're permitted to their husbands. Sis Adam was married. is for is permitted. So they are like any other woman, and they could drink. They're not from the women that don't drink. He says that a woman that's pregnant or nursing, the husband can warn her and give her to drink. As is, we don't wait for her to give birth. What happens if there's a woman waiting to drink the water? And while she is waiting to drink, in the interim, her husband died before she had a chance to drink. Ain't a choice that she would not drink because it has to be There's no issue over here. But since she didn't drink, she doesn't get the ksuba.
Halacha ches kalisha babi asur miyam b'achar shehidon. Any man that had forbidden relations after he became an adult in amayim ha'maorim b'itin this ish to the water, which is called mayim ha'maorim. But different opinions of exactly why it's called mayim ha'maorim. B'itin this ish to so they check his wife. It doesn't check, it cannot check his wife. Why can't it check his wife? Because he has forbidden relations. The whole thing it would work only like the will say in a moment if he never had forbidden relations. I feel the baller so much so that even if he was over on a rabbinic forbidden intimacy, for example, he lived with his betrothed wife, if someone betrothed a woman. So it's his wife, he's allowed to really live with her as much as he wants. But the Abonin said no, until the Nisuin, they cannot live together. So even if he had relations with his wife, with his Arusa, his betrothed wife, in the house of her parents, that was before he took her to his house, she also made the very same, which is forbidden, rabbinic ordinance, even such a sin that would prevent the waters from checking the wife. It says, when the man is free from sin, then the woman will carry her sin. Therefore, if this man's wife forbidden to be with him, either because it's a mitzvah say for him to marry her, or it's a, he's, he's breaking a mitzvah say, or if it was even a shniya, shniya is rabbinic uh, people that are forbidden <laughs> lest it lead to aroyas so he's married to this woman that he's not allowed to be married to and then he warned her and then she went into seclusion so she wouldn't drink she would go out she wouldn't even get the she'd be doubly forbidden to him she'd be forbidden to him once for the original reason and now for a second reason However, if somebody went and married a woman that was pregnant from another man, in other words, let's say a man, Reuven, was married to this girl Leah, and then they either got divorced or Reuven died, and now Leah is pregnant, but she's not, she's single and available, sort of. And the Chacham said, the Chacham made a that you're not going to marry a pregnant woman because the, the second husband doesn't really care about the child, about the fetus. They don't want to harm the fetus, you know, either, even inadvertently. They, therefore, they, they prevent that the woman who's pregnant should get married. So to a woman that's nursing, the Chacham don't want him to marry her because he doesn't care about, he's not worried about, uh, concerned that she should have enough milk. And therefore, they said she has to, has to wait till 24 months after she is, gives birth, and then she weans, and then she can get married to him. So these, let's say somebody didn't listen to the Chacham, and he married a woman that was pregnant or nursing. Such a woman will drink. Why? We said if someone doesn't have Aveira, doesn't check. There's no Aveira here. This intimacy is not a forbidden intimacy. It's the time frame that makes it not good. It's, he, didn't, he did it before the time that he was supposed to do it. But the actual thing is not an Avera. The actual, he has, there's no forbidden relationship between him and this girl. And therefore, he's, she drinks. Somebody that does not have a woman, a wife, that's able to have children. He does not have children. He, didn't, he was not yet fulfilled his mitzvah, his obligation to bring children into the world. And he married a barren woman or an uh, older woman that's past her childbearing years or an islandist that cannot have children. This woman will not drink and not, not take the ksuba either. 
If he had another, if he had children, or he had another wife, they can't have children. In that case, it is a mashka. So he can give her to drink. This woman, she's a islandess, even though she's an older woman, or she's a barren woman, or she's an islandess, she can't have children. This it doesn't say except by a woman that's able to have children. A woman that's able to have children, and then it says if she had uh, she had the uh, children with Tsar, she'll have uh, with with Rebach. If she had the uh, Nekevis, she'll have um, um, if she had females, she'll have males. That's spoken about a woman that could have children. It's even even a woman that can't have children, as long as the husband is is, is married to a woman that could. She drinks. What happens if somebody had, at the time of this story, he had a wife and he had children, but they died after he warned this Zekena, or this Islandess, or this Korah. And between the time that he warned her and the time she went into seclusion, the wife and child died. And now he doesn't have a wife and child. She is already fit to drink from beforehand, so he can give it a drink. What happens if he didn't have children? He only has this one wife who's an island, or similar. And then he, his, his divorcee had a baby, that his baby, that he, she was pregnant when he divorced her, and then she gave birth, after he warned the islanders, before she went in seclusion. At the time of the warning, he did not have a child yet. He was not married to a woman that could have a child yet. This islandess already was in a stage which she doesn't drink, and therefore she doesn't drink now either. Aloha, your base. Called Isha. Called Isha. Now that Amun changes gears, now we're speaking about other repercussions. Till now it's all about not getting the ksuva, etc. Now we're talking about another situation. Now, any woman that did not drink. She had a kinoi, she had a stira, she, had, she was born, she was in seclusion, she didn't drink. Why didn't she drink? It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter whether her husband didn't want her to drink. Whether she didn't want to drink. Either she had one witness that said she was Tomei, that she actually defiled herself, or she admitted that she defiled herself. Basically, she's not drinking. Or she was one of those 15 women that are not allowed to drink. Or Bezdin is the one who warned her when her husband wasn't in town. And now she was in seclusion. But now she has to, she has to technically be available to drink, but she can't drink. So she doesn't drink. So we don't care what the reason is. Since she is now forbidden on her husband, in any way you look at it, she is forbidden to live to be married that person that she was in seclusion with forever. Just like she's forbidden to her husband. If he went and married her, we force him to divorce with a get. Even if they had many children from him, she had from him many children. We learned from Moshe Rabbeinu, generation passed down, just like she's forbidden to her husband, so she's forbidden from the person that had adultery with her.
However, if there was no warning beforehand, but there were witnesses that came and said she went into seclusion with this person, and they found something that was uh, you know, an unsavory situation, they went in after and they found that she was closing her belt, they found spit on the top, of the bed, you know, under the canopy, in the bed canopy, and someone who was laying face up uh, had to spit up because they couldn't turn. <laughs> similar. So it's things which are sort of circumstantial evidence that something wrong happened here. So if the husband divorced her because of this story, so the wife, that should, this ex-wife should not marry that person who this story was about. love, she's forbidden to be with him. But what happens is, if he went and married her, and they had children, so if they had children, they say, so you should not, they should not get divorced, because then people are going to start saying that this guy had children with a woman that he's not allowed to marry. We don't have real proof that he did any adultery, and there was no warning beforehand. However, if he, they did not have children together, say in any case, they should get divorced. It's not a good... Think. When do we say this that they have to get divorced? When the whole town was talking about this for a day and a half or more, when they said, so and so had adultery with so and so. But the rumor didn't go away, it didn't die down quickly, providing that he and she did not have enemies that are looking to spread rumors about them. If there was no such rumors, it stopped very quickly. Not because anyone was afraid to talk about it. In such a case, that the rumor was very weak, if they got married together, they say they don't have to get divorced, even though she doesn't have children from him. I be because it's not such a strong rumor. Even if only, only even if one witness came and said that that they that they acted adulterous, like say she doesn't get divorced from him because one witness is not believed when it comes to forbidden matters, things of, of Isser. You need to have two witnesses. I'll call, uh, it says that you have to have two witnesses for to anything that has to do with marriage or not. Any woman, their husband divorced her because of such unsavory situations. But she, after that, she got married to another person, a, a separate person not related to this whole story. Later on, that person divorced her. She still cannot marry. She's still forbidden to marry that original person that the story about, the rumors about her were with. In this case, however, if she did marry him, Loisait says she doesn't have to get divorced since it was since there was no kinoi, there was no warning, and since this there was in between that there was another marriage, we're more lenient. even though she has no children. call Isha any woman, Two witnesses come, and they say testimony. that this woman had forbidden relations, she was married and she had adultery in Zeh with this husband, when she was married to the first husband. So if we have two witnesses, we force her to get divorced. Even if she has many children with him. Anytime we say in these above cases that she gets divorced, she gets divorced without a ksuba because she is the one, her actions are what caused her to lose her ksuba.